0: Do you feel really nervous about picking up the phone in English or you put off making a phone call in English until you can't possibly wait anymore and you make a really, really big deal out of it, even though probably it's not a big, it's not as big of a deal as you think it's going to be? Well, if this is you, then in this episode, I want to try and give you some concrete phrases vocabulary that you can use to help you manage better on the phone and to feel more confident to either pick up the phone in English, which means to answer the phone or to make that phone call in English. And we're going to have a look and spend some time on that today because it's an important business interaction that you're very likely to come across now or in the future. But before we go anywhere, some nice samba music, please. English podcast. Are you a Spanish speaker? Do you need English for your job right now? Or are you like many of my clients who want to be prepared for the future? Maybe your company is going to be taken over by an English speaking company or one where they don't have the same language with you and you're going to have to speak in English. Or maybe in the future, you're not sure yet, you're going to want to get a promotion or another job and you're going to need English. Well, if any of these cases are you, then you're in the right place. My name is Anna, no surprises, and I'm a business English coach. Originally, I'm from the UK, but now I'm based in Madrid. And what I'm really expert at is teaching English to Spanish speakers. And after teaching hundreds of professionals just like you, this podcast is your weekly session with me where I share with you my exclusive business English tips, guidance and advice that you can put into practice the minute you finish listening to the episode and that's the really important part. Now if you want to put a face to the name you can find me on Instagram it's the best place to find me at Anna2N's English and if you'd rather not bother with my face but you just want to hear more of my voice you can also find me as a co-host on Coolips Everyday English Chatterbox podcast where I talk about a range of very current topics with my lovely co-host Andrew, and i'll leave all the links for that in the description box now as per usual i'm going to start with a shout out from a lovely listener fausto you said thank you anna this podcast has been for me an excellent helping or excellent help my progress is evident after i listen to every podcast because i repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and that has been an excellent exercise thank you a lot anna You're very welcome and thank you so much for the wonderful review. I really, really appreciate it. It helps to get the word out there and to help more people find this podcast and hopefully have the same results and experience as you have, Fausto. So thank you so much. If you want to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, you can send me a screenshot on Instagram and I will send you a free training in business listening, created by me. So if you fancy doing that, send me a screenshot to my Instagram and I will send that across to you. Now, this episode is very much inspired by conversations that I have had with several of my clients, but also just generally. And also, this is a bit of a personal one for me. Now, my client said that they were so scared... And this is a person that's like comes across as being super confident, super, you know, um, secure. They said, you know, I really am scared when I see that phone ringing and I can see the plus four four or the plus one, which is an American number. Like, I don't want to pick up that phone because I'm really worried about the English that I'm going to have to speak or the English that they're going to speak I'm worried that I'm not going to understand anything I'm worried that it's going to be an absolute disaster so I just prefer to kind of you know either leave it until I can't leave it anymore send an email or you know just kind of ignore it and I thought okay we've got to do something about this and also, this is a personal thing for me because it's a journey that I've been on personally because I hate talking on the phone. It's something I've always not really enjoyed. It's just not my thing. Some people can speak on the phone for hours. Some people, the first thing they think about is picking up the phone. But in my case, it's really not. So this is something that I've had to practice in Spanish. So I've got personal experience of this and I've got the experience of, of lots of my clients out there. So I really wanted to dedicate an episode to this. And it really is, this is a classic case I find from my perspective of making a mountain out of a molehill. What does that mean? It means making something into a really big deal when actually normally it never really turns out as bad as you think it's going to be. Well, actually, (laughs) there have been a few disastrous conversations that I've had over the phone, and that is the point. There are going to be some times when you're going to have those moments where you think, I don't understand anything this person is saying. Like, I've literally had times like that. And my, my, my clients have told me that there's times when I don't understand anything the other person is saying on the phone. Why? Why is it more difficult? Well, because it's like, there's no body language, there's no lip reading. It's like a whole You know, it's like a whole body mask. You know, there's, there's, you know, it's bad enough with the mask that you can't see the, that you can't lip read. But I mean, with the phone, you can't even see the person, nothing. You're just, all you can hear is the voice. And if there's any type of background noise or the line is really bad, okay, the line, we mean the the connection, then it, I mean, good luck because uh, (laughs) I had a phone call last week with um, a telephone provider in Spain and I, I had to say to the lady, I said, there's so much noise in the background. I, I can't hear what you're saying. Like maybe for a, a Spanish person or a Spanish speaking person, it would have been easy to decipher the words. But to me, it just sounded like gibberish. Gibberish is just like something that makes no sense at all. And I was really embarrassed, but I had to ask her to repeat about five times. And this is the thing also, isn't it? It's like, how many times do you ask them to repeat before you just kind of give up and you think, okay, well, I'm not getting it. And I get it because in a professional situation, you don't necessarily want to come across as if you haven't understood something, right? Because you think, oh, well, they're going to think that I don't really know what I'm talking about or that I don't get it or that I come across as looking stupid or whatever. So I get it. I feel like I feel that, you know, I felt ridiculous with this woman because I was like, I can speak Spanish like you can speak English like I can speak Spanish, but I don't understand anything you're saying. Please, can you slow down? Please, can you speak up? But it's like that, that thing where when we're at work, you know, we want to come across well too. So it's a bit of a dilemma, isn't it? So I think it's number one, a case of making a mountain out of a molehill. So that means making something into a bigger deal than it is. I think that's one side of it. But on the other hand, I do have to acknowledge that it is really quite hard to do this. So if you find this a struggle, then, you know, it's okay. I'm I'm there with you I'm on exactly the same page and many other people are too. So you're not the only one out there that struggles with this. Um and it is a very difficult interaction to master. And as with everything the way to get better at it is to practice it more. Um and unfortunately it's very hard to manufacture a phone call. I mean Um, it's hard to role play this type of thing and to do it exactly as the other person would respond to you because there's so many different ways that people can respond to you. Um, So it's quite a hard thing to to role play and be very specific with, but it is possible, but it's more difficult. So what's the solution to all of this? Well, today I want to just focus on some key phrases that you can use for some different moments during a phone call. Number one, answering the phone, Number two, addressing if there's any problems, asking to repeat, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we're going to go through some of these um, right now. I understand that I can't give you all the vocabulary that you could ever use on a telephone. It's impossible to do that in in 20 minutes. But I hope what I'm giving you here are some really core things that hopefully the next time the phone rings, you're gonna pick it up. Remember to pick up is to answer the phone. A lot of people don't know that one. Um, or just make that phone call because there's two sides to this, isn't there? There's also answering the phone, but there's also making the phone call. Which one is more difficult? I would answer making the phone call probably because you know it's easy to kind of just like put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off, or just send an email. I'll just send an email. And sometimes it's good to get things in writing. There is something to be said for that depending on the industry that you work in. But sometimes it's good to have things in writing i.e. written down obviously what you said in a conversation goes so if it's something very formal or has any kind of you know legal context a lot of people prefer to have those things written down so obviously it depends but think about it if you send that email rather than making that phone call you're kind of taking the easy route out So is the easy route always bad, I guess, is also another question to ask yourself. I don't think so. Sometimes I think when we're talking about communication and especially communication at work, it's very important to make sure that things are understood. If it feels like extremely difficult to do something by phone and you feel that it would be more efficient and clearer to do it by email, then I'm all for that. The point is when you really should call, but you're avoiding it. Like that's when it becomes a bit of an issue. If it doesn't really matter either way of doing it by telephone or email, well then you can think to yourself, what would be the most efficient or clearest way of doing this? But if you know deep down that you should make that phone call, well then that's when you need to start addressing it. And the only way you can do that is with practice. So here's some phrases. Number one, how do you answer the phone? How do you pick it up? A very common way to pick up the phone is simply to say something like this. And this is in a work context, okay? Don't use this in your personal life because you're gonna sound super formal. Um, But I would pick up the phone and I would say something like, hello, Anna speaking. Hello, Anna speaking. Super basic, super basic, super simple, works every time. That's what we want. We want things that repeated phrases that we can use again and again without thinking. Hello, Anna speaking. Hello, John speaking. My favorite, John, as always. Now, you could make it a little bit more specific if you want to, but it's not really necessary. Hello, Anna from finance speaking, especially if it was an internal phone call. Perhaps maybe you might want to add your department if you work in a really big company. Hello, John from accounts speaking, for example. Just to identify yourself at the beginning of the phone call rather than just saying hello. That can help. And it's very common to answer the phone like that in a professional context. Super, super common. So I would definitely recommend that if you want to pick up the phone. Now, what about other things? For example, imagine that you can't hear somebody. A little bit like this experience I had. I literally couldn't hear what this woman was saying. So again, I probably start a sentence with with sorry. I say, sorry, I I can't hear you. The line is really bad. Now, what I'm saying, the line is really bad. I mean that the telephone connection, you know, sometimes when the line's really bad, it, it sounds really quiet or that the audio is just terrible Sorry, I can't, I can't hear you. The line's really bad. Or sorry, I can't hear you. There's a lot of background noise or noise in the background. Could you go to another area or could you go to a quiet area? Sorry, I can't, I can't hear you. Could you speak up a little bit? Okay, to speak up. Some people have a very naturally, they have quite a soft kind of voice. And, you know, when they speak on the phone, you're like, oh my God, I can't hear you. Please speak up. Because again, what we normally would be okay for us is our, our own native languages is, is much more difficult when we're with a second language normally, um, especially when we're at this kind of level where, you know, where, where we are with English and me with Spanish, you know, that intermediate, upper intermediate level. It's like what normally would be easy for you in your own native language is much more difficult. So don't be afraid to ask people about this. Um, you know, sorry, I can't hear you. Could you speak up? You've got to ask them, you've got to get the information that you need and you've got to make sure that it's correct. This is another thing about being in a work context rather than in a personal life. You know, obviously in your personal life, it's important, but you've got a bit more leeway. But at work, you've got to make sure you get the right information that you need. You've got to get on with your day. You've got to move on with the tasks that you have. You've got to get the information. Asking them to repeat, again, use something like, I'm sorry, i um, uh, I didn't catch that. Could could you say it again? Um, I'm really sorry, but could you repeat? And again, it's also about being comfortable asking people to repeat because I know very well that feeling of thinking, mm, I'm just going to pretend like I know what they're talking about because it's easier. Ask people to repeat to a comfortable level for you. Everybody has a slightly different level of that. Um, obviously, you don't want to make yourself feel ridiculous, but ask people to repeat, be confident about your question. I'm really sorry, but I didn't understand you. Could you say that again, please? And there's a way of saying things like always, don't be afraid to ask people to repeat, but do it to a level that feels comfortable for you, I would say from my experience. Now, what about when you're making the phone call? Because this is also um, um, important because here we've kind of approached it from answering. What about when we're making the phone call, i.e. we're calling somebody else? So the other person's going to pick up the phone. Maybe they're going to say, um, hello, Anna speaking. And I would say something along the lines of, hi, Anna. Um, it's Anna. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. Great. Um, well, I wanted to get in touch with you about XYZ or, oh, fantastic. Well, I wanted to speak to you about, or I wanted to get your feedback on, or I wanted to ask you about, and then you can introduce your topic. And then if you want to ask them afterwards, you could say, is it, is it a good time to speak now? Or do you have a minute now? Are you able to speak now? Or would you like me to call back at a better time? So obviously there's lots of different types of phone call, but this is kind of a, a, a generic one. So let me go through that again. Um, let's imagine that I'm calling John, for example. Bring, bring. Hi, John speaking. Hi, John. It's Anna. How are you? Oh, I'm great. thanks. How are you? Nice to hear from you Yeah, yeah, um, listen. I wanted to get in touch with you about the project that we've been working on. Um, I don't know if you've heard about it. It's called the the Pink Project Ah, yeah, 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 um, yeah, I heard about that um is it is it a good time to talk now, or yeah, yeah, now it's fine. Shoot, okay, shoot is another way to say like go like say something. <laughs> another way. Let's role play that in a, in a, uh, again, using some slightly different vocab. Bring, bring. Hi, John speaking. Hi, John. It's, it's Anna. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Anna, nice to hear from you. Haven't heard from you in a while. Long time no speak. Yes. Yes. Um, I know I've been really, really busy. Um, you know, we've got this brand new contract, but actually, John, I, I really wanted to to get in touch with you because I know that you were working on a very similar project and I wondered if I could get your advice on something is now a good time. So what I'm doing here is I'm kind of being polite in the sense that rather than offloading everything that I want to talk about I've given a brief summary of what I'm interested in, 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 in speaking to, to John about and then I'm asking saying can I is now a good time? Do you have a minute? Are you able to speak now? So you're giving them the opportunity to say, actually, um, could you call that maybe this afternoon or, or yeah, yeah, now's fine, perfect. Let let let's speak now. So again, this is just an example, and I was I was I was uh, uh, improvising with the pink projects. I've got something pink on my desk next to me here, but it's just to give you a bit of an example of how that could flow in 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 real life and again it's a little bit like that small talk thing you know hi Anna um, or hi John it's Anna how are you I probably would always start a phone call like that especially if I'm making a phone call to somebody else um, and I want information from them so that's kind of example of um, a very short quick example of what that could look like now if you are busy and you can't take a phone call at that time you could say something like I'm really sorry, but you've caught me at a bad time. I'm really sorry, but I'm really, really busy right now. Could you call me back later? Oh, Anna, really interesting. I'd really like to talk to you about it. It's just, I'm right in the middle of year end, for example, or month end. I'm right in the middle of month end. Could I could I give you a call back tomorrow? So to be right in the middle of something means at the moment you're focused on something else, but you will get back to them very soon. And when you're ending the phone call or putting down the phone or hanging up the phone, you know, there's various different things that people say. Everybody kind of has their own like way of doing it. Um, Okay, thanks very much. Okay, thanks very much. Bye. Okay, speak soon. Okay, thank you. I'll be in touch. Okay, cheers. Bye. That's a very common one. Okay, cheers. Bye. Lots of people like that one. So again, find what works for you. Find how you like to end the phone calls and and start the phone calls and then reuse that vocabulary all the time. You don't need to reinvent the wheel every time you have a phone call. Okay, that's very important. Find what works and stick to it. And if for whatever reason you find yourself in the middle of a phone call and you've got no idea what's going on, you need to be brave and you need to either ask them to repeat or you need to ask them to say it in a different way or Worst case scenario, you don't understand anything, you put the phone down, you need to follow up with an email, obviously, uh, to try and see if you can get the information that you need. But you've got to try and be brave. I know it's uncomfortable and I know it can make you feel like you don't know what you're doing or they feel like or whatever, but you've got to try and be brave the best thing that's worked for me as well as I've tried to overcome this fear of speaking on the phone and just being a disaster on the phone, to be honest. Um, in Spanish, I always try and prepare notes. I actually do this in English anyway, especially if it's an important call. I always prepare notes. Um, at, I mean, I'm not talking about five minutes of prep. I mean, literally about 40 seconds. I just write down what I want to say. I wrote, write down any key words and sometimes I think of some questions that they might ask me. Um, just to kind of be prepared for that. But really it's wild out there because you never know what people are going to say back to you. So again, you've got to be brave and ask people to repeat or or say something in a different way if you don't understand to a point that is comfortable for you, I would say. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that's given you a few phrases. Again, of course, it's a mammoth topic. Um, so I'm just giving you the tip of the iceberg in this episode. But hopefully that will make you feel more confident the next time you have a phone call. If you do feel really, really scared about this, then the best thing you can do is to try and practice as much as possible, if you can. Um, I'll tell you a little secret. I actually sometimes just call people in Spanish, like call different things, not really because I need to, but actually just to get a little bit of practice. So even though I could send an email, sometimes I do make a phone call to try and push myself. So equally... Try and push yourself. Maybe sometimes, even though you don't need to make a phone call, maybe do it anyway just to practice. Otherwise, how are you going to practice? That would be um, my advice. Okay, now moving on because I want to fit in the the, the small talk, well, small talk section, the take note section. I'm mixing up my own section. One word or structure or phrase that hardly anybody uses that everybody should. And the word that I wanted to use today, and it kind of links back to small talk, is lovely. This is an adjective, but nobody really uses this. And we use it a lot to talk about a couple of things. How was your weekend? Oh, it was great. I had a lovely weekend. I had a lovely day yesterday. Oh, he's a really lovely person. So lovely is a really common way to say nice, good. It's basically another way to say nice, actually, to be honest. But we use it a lot with small talk when we're talking about the things that we're doing. And we also use it to talk about people. So definitely try and introduce a little bit more of lovely into your vocab. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I really, really, I really, really liked going through those different things. As I said, it's a very personal one for me. And I know that you probably feel the same as some of my clients too. So try and put these things into practice as soon as possible, if you can. If you don't use the vocabulary, you are going to lose it or it's going to be very difficult for you to replicate. So the sooner you can put it into practice, the better. And if you want even more of my business English content, sign up to my newsletter where you're going to be the first to know about my coaching programs and courses that are going to be coming up in 2022, which is really exciting and I'll be telling you more about that soon. And you also get extra content from me related to the podcast, including the bonus PDFs which are becoming a little bit famous now. So if you want to get your hands on that, sign up to the newsletter and I will leave you the link in the description box. Thanks again for listening. And if you want to check me out on Instagram, you can find me at anna 2 English, and I will see you very, very soon. Bye-bye.